0: America This Week, November 13th through 19th, 2022. Trump leaps out of Camp Crystal Lake. World War III somehow narrowly averted. Ponzi catastrophe shrugged off. Censorship train rolls on. Welcome to America This Week, the column about the biggest, and sometimes most ignored, news in our fair country. Donald Trump This Week announced that he's running for president in 2024. And because the whole media world reacted to the news in such calm, measured fashion, we really have nothing to report. So, that'll be it for America this week. Just kidding. We've got news spilling out our suvit ma. For the podcast version with Walter Kern and Matt Taibbi, please visit taibbi.substack.com. Otherwise, the top headlines. Trump returns. America's comeback starts right now, said Donald Trump Tuesday from a dais at his recently raided estate at Mar-a-Lago, Florida. In the latest sequel in the longest-running political horror franchise in American history, Trump lunged out of metaphorical Camp Crystal Lake on unsuspecting Lady Liberty as she took a breath before preparing for the 2024 presidential elections. Trump Goes to Hell, the Final Friday, was instantly panned, almost certainly before most reviewers even saw it. State media like PBS now plasters nearly every mention of the Trump name to phrases like the former twice-impeached president now facing multiple civil and criminal investigations, while outlets like CNN offered analyses along the lines of the 51 most outlandish lines from Donald Trump's announcement speech. The actual text of the speech was classic Trump. On one hand, it was full of absurd inaccuracies. Like we built the wall, we completed the wall and lingered for what seemed an eternity on ancient themes about the country being overrun by aliens. On the other, he ventured into new territory, saying outright, I am a victim, and adding that the FBI offered Christopher Steele $1 million if he will lie and say the fake dossier was true, another line that wasn't exactly right, but was not fully wrong, either. A promise to dismantle the deep state drew significant applause, And the line, I will keep America out of foolish and unnecessary foreign wars, just as I did for years, resonated, even if it wasn't strictly accurate, either. Drone bombings increased under Trump. Pundits responded with the purplest prose, with writers like Brett Stevens of the New York Times declaring, Trump is finally finished. But Trump will never be finished, so long as he breathes air because he draws his political energy from true observations about lies America tells to itself about its rectitude in comparison to him. The next two years will be a fascinating referendum on whose brand of lying Americans find less appealing, officialdoms or the orange ones. World War Three Averted-ish Far from Mar-a-Lago, in a sparse stretch of farmland in Poland, a missile landed Tuesday, killing two in Shvadov about four miles from the Ukrainian border. The incident triggered an emergency meeting of world leaders already gathered in Bali for a G20 summit, with Joe Biden leading a group that included German Chancellor Olaf Scholz, Justin Trudeau, Emmanuel Macron, Italian Prime Minister Giorgia Meloni, Japan's Kishida Fumio, new British Prime Minister Rashid Sunak, and Princess of Narnia-like EU President Ursula von der Leyen. Polish Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki said his country would step up military preparation and that it was contemplating activation of Article 4 of the NATO Treaty, in which members, Poland is one, of the 30-country alliance can bring an issue to be discussed at the North Atlantic Council, NATO's decision-making arm. The math wasn't hard. If this were a Russian missile that killed the two Poles, or more to the point, if NATO and American officials had reason to say it was a Russian missile, the incident could have activated a response That could have drawn NATO into a full-blown war with Russia. The situation was complicated by a critical early media error, at least we hope it was an error, in a report by the Associated Press, which read, A senior US intelligence official says Russian missiles crossed into NATO member Poland, killing two. Hard to blame a wire reporter quoting an official source in a rush to be first on a crucial world story, but it now appears all but certain the missiles came from Ukraine and what's been labeled a terrible mistake fired in defense against a heavy Russian attack. The story was far from over. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, under intense pressure thanks to a shock-and-awe-style Russian bombing campaign that's targeted critical infrastructure and left 40% of the country without power, said Wednesday, I have no doubt that it was not our missile or not our missile strike, to which Joe Biden replied the next day, that's not the evidence. The accidental expansion of the war to NATO territory could lead in all sorts of directions, especially if the US, its NATO allies, and Ukraine are not on the same page when it comes to basic information. FTX collapses. The implosion of the crypto giant, led by extremely former billionaire Sam Bankman-Fried, on a scale that makes Bernie Madoff look like a ticket scalper, is likely to have serious financial and political ramifications whose outlines have not even begun to take shape yet. The implosion of FTX at the moment looks like a run of the mill Ponzi affair at its core, not terribly dissimilar to Madoff's scheme, but with shades of Enron-like self-dealing as well, with Bankman-Fried affording his 40 million dollar Bahamian penthouse by dressing up customer reserves as revenue among other schemes. He also gave a damning past midnight Twitter DM interview to Enterprising Vox reporter Kelsey Piper, in which you could almost hear rails being bumped between text as SBF laughed about the accolades poured on him especially by officials who gave him implicit and explicit credit for his professed political views. In response to the comment, you were really good at talking about ethics for someone who kind of saw it all as a game. bankman fried laughed, saying, yeah, <laughs> adding, I had to be. It's what reputations are made of, to some extent. I feel bad for those who get fucked by it, this dumb game we woke Westerners play where we say all the right shibboleths so everyone likes us. Regarding environmental, social, and governance, or so-called ESG ratings, he said, ESG has been perverted beyond recognition. And fuck regulators. They make everything worse. They don't protect customers at all. A little overdue damage to absurd mechanisms like ESG is likely just the beginning of the consequences of the real autopsy of his $23 billion disaster, if we even get one. As there are some serious secrets lurking in the reasons FTX eluded regulation with a lot of very recent close friends, probably voiding very large bricks at the moment. And there will be heavy questions for other crypto companies. The former co-CEO of FTX, Ryan Salome, was the head of the crypto trading desk at Circle, for instance. More TK. Soon. Thanks for listening to the audio version of America This Week. To read the full version, and for the America This Week podcast with Matt Taibbi and Walter Kern, please visit taibbi.substack.com.